Welcome to part two of the New Yorker's double issue for August 16th and 23rd, 2010. We have six articles for you. In the talk of the town, Mimi Sheraton meets up with a chef who is prepping for the culinary equivalent of the Olympics. And Samantha Hennig writes about an art show based on Richard Price's novel, Lush Life. Next, Tad Friend investigates the strange disappearance of the artist and musician, John Lurie. Then, Joan Acachella reports on how Agatha Christie created the modern murder mystery. And Sasha Frere Jones reviews the new Arcade Fire album and writes about how the Internet has changed the role that music labels play. But first, it's the financial page. In Soak the Very, Very Rich, James Sirwicky writes about how America needs a sensible tax system. The fight on Capitol Hill over whether to extend the Bush tax cuts is about many things. Deficit reduction, economic stimulus, supply-side ideology. But at its core, it is a simple question. Who counts as rich? The Obama administration's answer is that you're rich if you make more than $200,000 a year as an individual or $250,000 a year as a household, and therefore you should have your taxes raised. Conservatives suggest that this threshold is far too low and argue that Obama would be taxing mostly small business owners or the people a Fox News host has referred to as the so-called rich rather than fat plutocrats. You might think this isn't really much of a debate. An annual income of $250,000 puts you in the top 3% of American households and is more than four times the national median. You're rich, and a small tax increase isn't going to rock your world. Good luck convincing people of this, though. Judging from surveys of how Americans describe themselves, most of the privileged don't feel all that privileged. Why is that? One reason is the American mythology of middle-classness. Another is geography. In a place like Manhattan, where the average apartment sells for $900,000, your money doesn't go as far. And then, there's a larger truth about how wealth is getting concentrated in this country. As the economists Thomas Piketty and Emmanuel Says have documented, people who earn a few hundred thousand dollars a year have done much worse than people at the very top of the ladder. Between 2002 and 2007, for instance, the bottom 99% of incomes grew 1.3% a year in real terms, while the incomes of the top 1% grew 10% a year.